with your hosts, Sebastian Martinez and Eric Pajowski. And we are back for season three. Oh, boy. It's... How was your little vacation thing, Eric? I'm still on it. I work at Lincoln on Wednesday. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm... Like, the whole thing, for me, like, I've been getting all this stuff going. I don't know why Restream is stuttering on this side, but it's good on Facebook. It's good on YouTube. It's good on Twitch. Yes, that's right. We are, uh... We're, we're, on, we're on YouTube now. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, we're we're streaming everywhere now, and I'm trying to avoid a lot of different things like that we did last season, like uh, all the comic book movie stuff, as well as um, what else am I thinking of? Uh, basically, uh, how do I put? I forgot. Oh yeah, we we have to actually like tone it down on like trailer views because we had got like spotted like three times on Facebook. And all the stuff on Twitch that's going on, like, they, I think, what, they dropped several people for streaming whole shows. I've I seen that. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, like, they really were just pushing DMCA so hard. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Pokimane got dropped real quick. I think she's, like, banned for right now, like, like the two-day ban or whatever for showing, oh, no. for showing Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I think what Amaranth, I think she's still on, though. I'm not sure. It, it's it's wild over there right now, so, like, that's why there's barely any, there's nothing for, on our actual, like, Twitch page. You just have to, like, see it at 530 Central, <laughs> and then just go to Facebook <laughs> to see the rest. Now you can go to YouTube, see the rest. <laughs> oh, God, it's, it's wild over there, but there's a lot of changes that we're going to be doing over this whole thing hopefully this gets fixed with restream where it's not so stuttery and all that but you know uh a few other things are going to be happening i'm looking into the camera situation getting more camera stuff done um we're already decluttering the basement to start building the uh bar theater podcast room (laughs) in the basement (laughs) slash living room yeah yeah, it's we're doing we're doing everything. It's uh, it's 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 wild. It's hard to do things when we've had like negative degree weather. <laughs> oh, oh god, those are some fun days. But yeah, everything's going well. Um, the whole thing, I think that whole week where it was just like Christmas, the New Year's, um, just for like personal stuff, I got calls from like three households and i told you about this like all three households had covid (laughs) and i'm like damn we dodged it (laughs) i was like oh man like everyone's fine now everyone's doing good um i talked to my niece she's like oh yeah the kids are good um talk to my other niece she her and her daughter are good um talked to my sister she was doing fine she she ended up with pneumonia afterward I'm like, how? How? <laughs> how? Usually that happens in June 1, right? 
well, yeah, it's weird. Like it just like she's she's had pneumonia before, but I'm like, I looked at her. I'm like, you. you go ahead. It was uh yeah it was I told her I said yeah you gotta stop I told her about we told her about that we told uh, her husband my brother in law that but yeah everyone had it my brother even had it like he texted me because I had texted him a meme he goes oh that's hilarious sorry I couldn't respond I had COVID I'm like what the fuck <laughs> what is negative Nancy <laughs> I was just like wow <laughs> so yeah this this shit was rampant for. That whole week. But, uh, yeah, that was the wildest thing. It was a very calm New Year's Eve also. I wish I could say the same, but I live close to a bar, so. Oh, we got a, t- we got a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Season 3. First, first comment from Season 3 on Twitch. Sharknado is real. Check Texas. That was the thing. I saw the article. My that was my dad, of course. He uh, sent. The, he showed it to me. It, like it was like one of those water spout tornadoes, and it picked up a shit ton of fish. <laughs> so it all landed, and the fish were already like frozen and whatnot. It was it was a funny ass read, but that actually did happen. It was very weird. But um, yeah. Oh my god, there was so much fun stuff. I think. Oh. Uh, I got after the podcast. I got to actually start re- reorganizing stuff on this side where the like the gamer swag stuff is at. Cause I got the, yeah. I got the mini fridge coming. I got a mini fridge <laughs> coming. I can't wait for that. But uh, yeah, it's. I'm, I'm, I'm debating on doing quest two because that's one thing I want to do. Mm, well, I say wait till they come out with the PlayStation VR two. <laughs> Like, I saw that, I'm like, ooh, that looks nice. Yeah, you can get all the games there for PlayStation VR on Quest sometimes, so. Yeah, it's, it, it looked, it looked cool. Um, they, they, they could do so much. <laughs> the comment, I am vindicated. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um. Yeah, it, it looked cool, the whole thing with uh, the PSVR 2. Um, there's so much more. I just saw some other stuff on there. Um, we got so much today. I, I actually compiled it because of our newest uh, thing that we decided to do. I compiled a lot of it into different things. So it's going it to it's gonna be looking like a short show, but it's actually a big show. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, we're going to get into it. Like The main thing you know, for YouTube... Anyone listening to YouTube, uh, S tier podcast is basically that that show where we basically cover nerd stuff, wrestling, metal, all that stuff. We cover movies, we cover all kinds of things. Trying to avoid though a lot of the comic book stuff because it is a hellscape. I said that on Instagram. Like everything, just to cover it real quick and not hear from it ever again. Everything that ha- is happening with Warner Brothers is looking very bad especially like for the flash there's not gonna like i looked like an asshole for like thinking oh we're gonna get the batfleck thing and yeah no that's not happening because of warner brothers um none of the stuff that we were looking forward to is gonna be happening and that's the thing that killed me and they're like trying to reboot 
all the different things like uh like they're trying to do all this stuff in the flash like basically replacing superman and batman with supergirl and batgirl i'm just like okay yeah i quit it's over there's other stuff to look at there's a lot of horror movies to look at there's a lot of other so, stuff so let me get this straight feminist now runs wb no no you know what it is uh, uh <laughs> uh, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> no, no, you know what it is? Someone said it best. Um, they're doing this so that way any th- any type of allegation towards Warner Brothers is basically marked off as sexist. Everyone knows what it is, though. Like, I know for a fact Sasha Kaye and Leslie Grace did not sign up for that. And, like, that's that's one thing about it. Like, that's wh- that's the thing that a lot of people are catching on that like they deserve to be working with Affleck they deserve to be working with Henry Cavill but you know this whole Emmerich regime which I hope dies this year after the Discovery merger does not like money and like that was the money right there but that's that when it comes to comic book stuff like when it comes to the DC comic book stuff Marvel stuff I still got to see some things. I still got to do some reviews, but that'll be in its own thing by itself. We're not going to keep going on and on about comic book stuff like crazy. I could say some colorful words, but I'll restrain myself. <laughs> but just for the thing, just for the thing. Uh, but like, I, I looked at it, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I don't care anymore. I actually put that on Twitter. Like every little little beef that I was seeing. I'm like, oh, hey, look what I got. <laughs> oh, this song is great. <laughs> Just avoiding everything. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. We have movie news and reviews. Movie reviews. Let's see if it will go up. All right, I believe. Oh, yes. Um, This was funny. Uh, <laughs> as I say this shit. Uh, Morbius got pushed to, I do believe, March. Of this year? Yeah, this year. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not that bad. Yeah, I, at first I was like, God damn it! I was so mad! But I'm like, you know what? They probably like it. They just want to make sure it makes some kind of money. They don't want to do it in February when it's cold as shit in the whole United States. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that that got pushed back. I saw some reactions. They're like, "Oh yeah, they love it. They it it would exist you know stuff like that." And like I was just like, "Okay, at least it's March instead of like March of 2023." Right. But yeah, that's that. Um, Warner Media, you know, just to jump to the next thing because it's that was really non sequitur, honestly. Um, CW is for sale thanks to Warner Media and Viacom. <laughs> Oh, God. Now we know why Weave World by Clive Barker wasn't put on there. <laughs> uh, the, main, the main thing they said, it's not profitable. Like, the only way it was profitable was actually through Netflix. That's why you kept seeing new season of Riverdale, new season of this <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> oh, God. It was funny as hell seeing that, like, they just, like, okay, they're trying to sell it. Like, they don't know who they're going to sell it to. I saw someone say the curse of UPN has been fulfilled. <laughs> Tell it to Zack Snyder. <laughs> oh God, it was funny as hell seeing that. So I like, I think they're just gonna like finish out certain things and then just look for someone and maybe continue it. I don't know, 
But yeah, CW for sale is uh, that was funny as hell to see. I actually um, I wonder how much it's going for. Yeah, that's the thing. Like they don't, they, I don't think they have a set price, and like it was only it was making like two. It was like at least two billion, like from like all the shows they had on there. Like I, there were. I know, I know when Who's on Agent Ed was around there. It was going crazy. Yeah, there was. They had so many shows. Um, I can name some off the top of my head. Rain, Supernatural. They finished off. I think the originals. If anyone knows, uh, when I've seen any comments on Facebook right now but you know they had so many shows you know spin-offs and whatnot the whole dccw thing was actually what kept it alive what the hell you checking facebook <laughs> yeah sorry i thought i muted it <laughs> oh god like i was when i saw that i was just like ah let's see oh my my niece answered my my niece left a comment. Toodaloo, Uncle <laughs> Uncle Boy. What the fuck does that even mean? Oh god. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. <laughs> what is this? Nineteen forty. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So CW being sold, that'll probably happen. Like they'll probably sell it. Probably next year. Like they got to finish out a lot of stuff. They really need to end the Flash. They really do. Yeah, the, the this whole special they had with Despero, they made Despero look like shit. And I do like the actor they had for it. It's just, what the fuck was that? You know what? <laughs> I'm actually shocked about this because the last thing I see is Flash series Batman show. Oh, that? Oh, on the network? Oh, God. That would have been cool. But, I, you know, they're looking at other stuff with that. Um, But, yes. Yeah, uh, Supergirl. They finally finished that off. You you, you know that like, there's there's this thing that went viral from it, like they're the whole team is fighting these bad guys and all that. The scene it went viral because like it was like this big, kind of naked monster. You know how these shows are. It's a bodysuit, but it's not. Uh, you don't know. Like it's like trying to like swing on Supergirl's sister. <laughs> And she goes, she goes, like, whoa, 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 no touching without my consent. And then starts shooting at it. I was like, why? Why? I seriously just got a mind right now. When I first saw it, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad this is ending. Who wrote that? Oh, God. Um, there's so much stuff that could have been done. I'm so glad, though, like, they can actually take the script for Weave World, which is, like, one of my favorite Clive Barker books. <laughs> book. It's one of my favorite Clive Barker books. They could actually take it and put it on HBO Max and actually make it good now. There's no, oh, it has to be PG-13 bullshit. They, they can actually go straight up hard R television series on HBO for that. If I remember correctly, when I was a kid, PG-13 it used to but uh now it's all you know that's it's all that's the MPAA I got I got to send you that video that uh good badflix did on the MPAA cuz like as soon as like things started getting even more and more like risque like there was even a p- point where 
a lot of movies ended up getting rated X, even though it was basically hard R. And it's like, okay, what the what the hell's going on with the MPAA right now? Yeah, that was a whole thing. Like they could actually like I've read the book Weed World. There are moments in there where it's you're like, the fuck? <laughs> like the fuck, Weed or like Future Mark? The fuck? I'm confused. It it's like, how do I put it? The fuck did I just read? This is this is weird. Like this is some. Cosmic horror shit while out being cosmic horror. Yeah, it's it was it was pretty crazy of a book. I loved it. Like I wish they had actually did Great and the Secret Show instead, though. That was another one that was mind trippy as hell. Oh, I got three of them. Let's That's see. What I got for two. Let's see. Ah, the Suicide Squad. Yep. I got it on four K. You can actually play 4K on PS5 too. What the hell? Oh, <laughs> uh, like I I saw like I had pre-ordered it, but I was like, you know what? Do I want the steel book? The steel book don't appeal to me, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get the 4K because the 4K is basically the poster we saw for DC Fandom. <laughs> oh God, like. Uh, it's a. I love the Suicide Squad. There's a lot of people that hate it, but they never read the comics. Not just that, like the way James Gunn had directed it, like they don't like like the comedy in it, and they don't like what he did choice wise. But like it is what it is. Yeah, it was. It was. It was very very. No, no, you know what it is, like, they, uh, that was the thing, like, they were like, okay, so it's supposed to be an impossible thing. This wasn't impossible to do. That's basically what they were saying. <laughs> like, I think what everyone thought, oh, because of Suicide Squad, everyone dies. I'm like, well, sometimes, sometimes it's just to weed out people. But, uh, okay, so what else do we have for movie? Ah, well, Matrix Resurrections. I know, I know. I know people despise this movie. <laughs> well, let me tell you this before you do. One of my friends in our VR chat is a big, like, Keanu Reeves, Matrix kind of fan. Yeah. And he even says, like, yeah, they didn't even want to make this movie. It's yes. Like they were, like, pushed into it. Yes, that was the thing about it. Like, I think that was the whole thing. Like, they already, I was going to get to that. Review-wise, I enjoyed this. Like, it's, like, just, there are moments, like, where it was, like, basically Matrix 1 with some amplified stuff, because we really didn't get to see Neo in that whole monotonous thing, like, that they were talking about. We saw he had, like, a double life, basically, as a hacker, but he was also a cubicle rat. In this, this, this new Matrix, it shows him, like, he's just trying to figure out how to do a fourth game to this whole thing, like, the Matrix itself made it where, like, his whole journey was a video game. <laughs> Look at the comments on Facebook. Hold on, let me see. Let's see. Ooh, naked monsters. <laughs> what the hell? You <laughs> Ooh la la, what the fuck? Oh, man. Gosh, I just woke up, said the first thing I thought of. What the hell? 
My niece is nuts. <laughs> Naked lunch could go there. Um, but like the whole the thing I liked about it was like like people hated that it had so many callbacks and all that. Like they actually like legit like cut footage from the movie from the move last mo- few movies into this, and I'm like, oh, I see what's going on here. Lana Wachowski is a genius. She did this movie just to fuck with Warner Brothers so bad. Like, oh, no, no, no. Lily wasn't involved. Oh, I thought she was. No, only Lana was. And the whole thing about this was basically, like, yeah, they didn't want to do this movie, but that was, it's in the movie. They were like, oh, yeah, Warner Brothers is going to do a fourth one, and they don't care if we're with it or not. And I'm like, oh, damn, she held on to that before she even transitioned. Damn, <laughs> I remember that article. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember when they, when they, when that whole article was out. I'm like, oh, no, this is going to be bad. <laughs> but I enjoyed this. It was very – I want to say it was well done. I, like, I liked a lot of the stuff. From like the progression, like it was twenty years in the Matrix, but it was sixty years in the real world, and like the whole thing about it was like, um, Agent Smith actually did the Agent Smith actually did something that my sister and I had talked about when we were talking about the Matrix. Like a lot of people give the trilogy as a whole a lot of shit, but like that was. Oh, the twins! I loved the twins. They were just. I, I hated them. Like, I don't know something about them just made me want to like punch them in the face. Yeah, but then they just like void out, and then you'd be like, "What the hell am I punching?" <laughs> oh God, I love those things. Those I don't know what they were. They were like Phantom Code or something like that. But like everyone shits on them because like, oh yeah, two and three were bad. Like that was like the main talking point. Like, in my family, at least, when we all have watched all three movies, like, my cousin, her husband, ex-husband now, but every time he was over for, like, a cookout or whatever, we would all be talking about The Matrix, like, all the different little subtle intricacies and all the stuff to it. This one actually talked about a lot of that stuff as well, and there's some clever things in it as well, but it's all done as a middle finger to Warner Brothers. And that was one thing I had said in the review that I had made for it. Like, I love everything about it. The fact that there, it shows, like, that anyone could be Neo, basically. And that the whole story of The Matrix means something to a lot of people, but it means the most to the creator. To do a sequel without the creators would have been a mistake. Um... And it's also a commentary on those legacy sequels, like Halloween, Star Wars Force Awakens, um, all of them, basically, saying, do you really want those? Or is it that you are tired of, like, seeing the same thing? Like, that was the whole thing about it. Like, I look at legacy sequels now like, eh, okay, why is this here? We don't need this. We have what we have. (laughs) Like, that, that, that was the whole point of it, and a lot of people miss that with this, because, like, it ends the way the first one ends. And the whole thing with it was, like, I saw one of my friends, he hated it. One of my mutuals on Instagram, he hated The Matrix. And I'm like, that's the point. You're supposed to actually hate it. <laughs> 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 uh, 
and like that it's so weird how that goes it's very it's more meta than anything than the last three and the thing with matrix resurrections that i truly love and it was just announced there's no i there's no thing no talks for a matrix 5 no talks for any matrix spin-off shows <laughs> like i said that that was the mission mission accomplished <laughs> Yeah, that's that. Yeah, yeah, that was one thing. Like, especially with like the red pill stuff. Like when they were talking about that, being red pilled isn't you know what we see on Twitter or YouTube. It isn't you know being anti this, anti that. It's actually just being like, okay, time to unplug and go see. Hey, things can be changed. That's basically what it is. And yeah, exactly. And that's one thing that Resurrections actually, like, it tried to really, like, define what Red Pilled is. And the uh, the action sequences, that was a thing I said I had said uh, to, like, my sisters who had both saw it. Well, no, one of them saw it. My uh, my sister who ended up with COVID, <laughs> she, uh, she had saw it before she had got COVID. And I said, like, the action was great. You know, we've seen this before. There's nothing groundbreaking here because everyone has bitten off that type of action from the Matrix. And that was the thing that got me about it. I'm like, wow, okay. Like, people were complaining about that too, and it's like, we've seen it all. We've seen all this martial arts stuff. <laughs> we've seen it in Marvel, DC. <laughs> the Every Netflix thing has it. Everyone <laughs> has done I'm this just, shit. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it and leave it at this. They should have just made video games instead of movies. Yeah, yeah. Like, Yeah, I didn't even get to finish that one too, but I love what I played. Like I played all the way up to like the second game, the second part of the movie in the game, and I'm like, yeah, I got other things to do. I got school. <laughs> Me on the other hand, I'll play fucking video. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, but yeah, like that—that th- that was that should have been the thing. Warner Brothers should have been like this: the Wachowskis. Hey, yeah, we're not gonna do another movie. We want to do games. We have a game de- the game department. Let's do that. Is there any chance? Yeah, exactly. And that was the thing about it. And even Keanu wants to do another another Matrix game. That was the cool thing about it. And yeah, I I loved it. I recommend it. Like it's very it's gonna be misunderstood just like two and three were. But uh, yeah, the the whole point of it was actually to hate it, to hate actually actually hate legacy sequels. Like that was the whole point of it. But uh, on to uh, The Witcher Season 2. Well, I'm not going to spoil it for you because I know you haven't watched it, but I love this season. (laughs) I know one of our favorite artists loves The Witcher. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jamie, yeah, she she is a big fan of it. Um, A few few people that we've met through the cons and all that love The Witcher. Like, as a game series, it's great. This... I love the game series. I, I never did play the games because, like, I'm too lazy to play the games. 
Yeah, and you know what? That was the thing. Like, the first season, like, threw me because I'm like, okay, this is happening then, this is happening now. They explain it in this. They explain why it was so disjointed and, like, the timeline was all messed up. And I loved it for that. But the thing that I love the most about it is it felt like a true Game of Thrones thing it felt like a, tr- a true game of thrones um not 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 side story whatever but like a good spiritual successor to game of thrones like this is what will fill that void now and and the whole thing was like i loved everything they, there's more monsters in this one that's one thing to look forward to i i love that about it some other things are in it like i'm gonna say it right now like it's just a, a pe- an appearance the wild hunt is in it and I was just like, yes. Like, I fucking love the Wild Hunt. I'm sorry, you kind of broke up oh, midway when you were talking. So oh, no. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, I think that's the thing. But I was saying I loved the Wild The Wild Hunt are in it, but like, I, it's just an appearance. Like, they don't do anything except just ride through. Like, ride through the sky and all that. But you see them, and you're like, oh, shit. This is going to be great. Like, they did the thing. Yeah, they, they did. did the thing. I was like, they did the thing. I even put it on Twitter because everyone was still watching. I'm like, I can't believe they they actually have the redacted ride in the, the redacted. <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it, this was very, very good. It was very well done. And there's like season three is already going to be in, in production, I think, one week from now. So, yeah, so they're probably gonna hold on to it. Yeah. So Netflix is like they're they're very much involved into it now because they're like, oh yeah, people are hyped. We saw the numbers. <laughs> so like it's it's looking good. Like I still can't get over the fact that people are still mad over like one like two casting choices for like two of the female characters, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> you you all complain about that, but you should forget about how Chris Nolan had that Inferno sandwich and right. all those. Yeah, yeah, I, I actually put on there like on one guy's because he didn't like how Tris Marigold was portrayed by this actress in this uh in this series, and I said, oh, I'm sorry that they couldn't get the video game character out of the video game. <laughs> I'm sorry that that didn't happen. They couldn't do any magic with that. Sorry. Sorry, we're not Disney. Right. But yeah, it, I love I love The Witcher. I give it a ten out of ten. I gave Matrix Resurrections a nine out of ten because like it is what it is. <laughs> I know it like five out of ten or or do like how how everything else was doing. Like someone gave it a six point nine. <laughs> it was only like six. It only made sixty nine million, and everyone's like, nice. <laughs> give it a six point nine out of ten. That'll be the redo score. Nice. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, so did you – now we're on to this, this thing. We're trying to avoid trailers, but did you watch the trailer for The Northman before the show? Not, not yet. I need to have a smoky smoky and watch it. Oh, well, I'll tell you this. Um, I am so down to see this movie. It is metal as hell. It is a Viking story. Oh, you know Vikings are in the metal stuff. Yeah, it gave me Conan the Barbarian vibes, too. For the reasons that <laughs> are in the trailer, <laughs> how basically 
the kid's uncle betrays them and all that. And his whole thing throughout his whole life is to save his mother, save his kingdom, and kill his uncle. And that's basically what he keeps saying throughout the trailer. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Like, um, Alexander Skarsgård is going to be a beast in this. Spider-Man tries to save uncle. This motherfucker wants to kill his uncle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it was great. The, the trailer was very good. It's very much stark as hell. Just like how Robert Eggers does these movies, like The Witch, The um, the Lighthouse. So he it's, needs to do Dante's Inferno. That would be great. Or get the director from uh, The Green Knight to do it. I had to think about it. I had to think about the title. Like I just, I saw The Green Knight before Christmas. I'm like, ooh, this is gonna be good. Like I, yeah, I I almost got a little mad though, because the thing is like. Because we talk horror all the time on this show, because of my collection of horror movies and whatnot, I was like, like my dad goes like, oh, it's not your kind of movie. It's not as gory as you want. And I'm like, Lord of the Rings ain't gory. <laughs> I just like that. First of all, horror doesn't have to just be gory. Yeah. It can be mental gore, physical gore. Yeah. Or it's all about the terror. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I, I was like this. I was like, Dad, I have more than just horror upstairs. <laughs> I have blockbuster movies. Fuck. <laughs> like I put on Logan just to have some fun time. That's... I still haven't watched that all the way through. <laughs> I don't want to cry. <laughs> oh God. Um, I, I was, I, I, he, my dad was like, all right, all right. <laughs> He's like, calm down. Because <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> I'm like this. I have more than that once upstairs. Come on now. <laughs> I watch Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> That's not gory. <laughs> Ghost in the Shell is my favorite. Both. <laughs> I made sure. Like that. That was one. I'm like, okay, yeah, the movie's coming out. I got to see the anime. And I remember, like, one scene from the anime when I was a kid. I'm like, oh, I remember this now. Oh, this is going to be great. Then I saw it in theaters. I'm like, it was cool. Like, that was a, that's a gate. A lot of these anime movies are gateway movies. I know. It reminded me of, like, that Tsunami on Adult, Adult Network, like, on Cartoon Network, that, like, gay pride Tsunami <laughs> show or whatever it was. Tsunami? Tsunami. Tsunami. <laughs> Oh God, that, that's where uh, Blade Runner Black Lotus is at on Toonami. I'm so behind. Like I'm so behind on that damn movie, on that show. I want to see the um, live action film of Sam, uh, Afro Samurai. That would be cool. I don't know who they would get for it because, like, it would have to be like an old Samuel L. Samuel Jackson. L. Jackson. It would be an old Samuel L. Jackson as his father. We see him die. Then it's like... These motherfuckers! <laughs> the motherfucking then it's animated, sa- then it's animated uh, Samuel L. Jackson as Ninja Ninja. <laughs> no, Afro! <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, uh, Robert Eggers Northman. I <laughs> we, we always... That's one thing about the show if you're watching on YouTube. That's one thing about it. We always peter to something else <laughs> if we have nothing else. <laughs> There's so much stuff we love. Um, and 
let's see, let's see. Oh, yes, music stuff. Um, I haven't watched Zombify, so we really can't talk about that yet. But Requiem for Tomorrow by Mushroom Head. I friggin' loved it. I said it on Twitter. I'm like, it, they didn't have to go so hard. <laughs> so you're telling no, me... They need to go harder. Yeah, I'm like, so you're telling me that Seen It All really is the weakest song on this fucking album? <laughs> yep. Oh, God, it was... Very well done. Mushroom Head is definitely something to behold now, especially now because of like their whole change and whatnot with the lineup and what. And the thing about this one, they did a 12 minute video. I freaking was like, "What's where's the song yet?" <laughs> That's how I was. I'm like, "Where's the song yet?" And it's like, "Oh, there's a monster here. Oh, look, it's Jackie Lapanza as a monster too." Oh, shit. And then it actually showed the band with their new looks and whatnot. And I love the fact that J-Man alternates from his old look from, like, 13 and XX and Super Buick to where he's wearing the mask and whatnot between videos and whatnot. And this was so, so good. I even did a, tr uh, a tweet where <laughs> it's me dancing to the damn song, but it's from Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Oh god, like that song was it's very very catchy, especially with the the Latin choir, the, the choir singing in Latin at the beginning. <laughs> See, I haven't seen that one either. I saw it, but I didn't get to play it. Like I've been I've been like looking at other stuff, but uh I got we got two more songs to listen to after all this is done. But yeah, I'm I recommend it. Like you know what's funny about this? There was okay. Pardon me for saying this, but Zack Snyder really is the blueprint because Mushroom Head also re-uploaded Requiem for Tomorrow in black and white. <laughs> in, they did it in grayscale too. I'm like, what is this? Justice is gray. What the fuck? <laughs> I thought we were done with Zack Snyder. <laughs> I, 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 that's why I said, pardon me for saying this, because they actually like came out with a full color one, the one that we all saw. Then they came out with a black. White one. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> well, that's good for like sensors and all that because yeah. of the blood and shit being suspended on it. it. It's it's probably also like it's probably in black and white because all their costumes in this one were black and white. They were grayscale and all that. It probably looks like a canvas and whatnot as well. I keep saying and whatnot. And I think that's the key word here, like in Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that was the whole point of it. Like I, it, it, but still, like what? <laughs> like that had me thrown for a loop. I'm like, why? Why? Why, why did you do this? <laughs> oh God, like that probably is why too. They they run. Fil um, I think my Steve Felton runs Filthy Hand Records, and Dave Palm is probably like putting the bill. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure this is how it went in, like, the previews for, like, the new videos, right? Yeah. They, and they were like, you know what? You could be art, but you can't run this video. <laughs> Steve's in there like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now let's have, let's have a cup of tea and not talk. <laughs> They're all just like, okay, yeah, yeah, Rock Horse, you're going to do, do some good shit with us now. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the thing, like, 
in season two when uh, they did their little, I think, what, double video segment they did for Valentine's Day. Like, this and those two music videos really showed Rock Horse how diverse he is as a vocalist. Because, like, Madness Within, he sounded for a minute like M. Shadows. This one, he sounded just like Jeffrey Nothing. Carry On, he also felt like, sound like Jeffrey Nothing, as well as himself. And I've seen Rock Horse live when he was with Ventana. He's he's energetic as hell. It's, it's so weird seeing him. Like, I've seen live footage of him. It's so weird that he has to actually just stand there like he's Jeffrey Nothing. And I'm like, just let the man jump around like J-Man already. Come on, man. Why do we have that injured face on Facebook? Did somebody get mad over something I said? No, no, no. My mom brought up probably put it there because of the COVID thing I brought up. <laughs> oh. I was, like, was going to be like out of time and be like, you can't take what I say seriously. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Well, that's all of Mushroom Head. Man, we – damn, I should have wrote more down. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, uh, all right. So I've been holding on to this that whole week before New Year's, and I said it on our page. I said, the rant's coming. Peter Dinklage, with his out-of-touch statement about Game of Thrones series finale. Now, I got it right here, so it might freeze up for everyone when I look at this. Uh, this is from Insider. It, I think he did it for Variety or whatever, but he uh, he had said this. You know, and I agree with a part of it. Like, the whole thing is he said, you know, it's fiction. There's dragons in it. Move on. It was The ending was perfect the way it was. I'm like, you know what? I agree that the ending was perfect, but it should have been in Season 9. But... Well, what? You just said there's dragons in there. In Game of Thrones. Wow. But here's here's the thing that I took umbrage with, and he said, um, he said this basically. Where's that line at? They wanted the pretty white people to ride off into the sunset together, <laughs> and I, I, I. I, I I was ready for this. I came prepared for this. I'm like, that's that's why that's why people didn't like it, not because there was no build up to Daenerys's descent into madness, the Long Night being built up as this apocalyptic cataclysmic event, only for it to end in the middle of a six episode season, the nonsensical conclusion for Jon Snow, which didn't fucking matter whatsoever because the Unsullied were leaving anyways. Yeah, being exactly what you stated. Peter, like, he, like, that that was the thing. Like, Jon Snow was sent to the wall because of the Unsullied. And it's like, oh, they're leaving. <laughs> you don't have to go, really. <laughs> just just ride out of town and wait till they leave and we'll bring you back in. That's all they had to do. <laughs> and the, the thing about it was, like, it was exactly what he just said. The, ride, the white people did ride off into the sunset. Uh, Arya Stark sailed off into the sunset east, <laughs> and then Bran is Bran Stark is ruling King's Landing, and Sansa's queen in the north. <laughs> and I and I I said I I wanted to say this too. It could have ended two ways, one of two ways. 
Drogon taking Daenerys to the Red Priest to be resurrected and swearing revenge and having a massive army to come back to. Um, or two, Bran being possessed by the Night King and his powers. So the Night King wins. Instead, Weiss and Benioff were too happy to leave the story of this shoddily, t shoddily tied it up just to go do Star Wars and end up getting thrown down by Lucas's film committee. They'd rather have turned Jon Snow into Moses Targaryen for the Free Folk, if anything. There's so much wrong with that final season that an actual script writing class wrote a better final season and did a table read uh, in front of their whole university, and it was streamed on YouTube. This is why I like Six Feet Under. Because <laughs> it ended perfectly. <laughs> Oh my god, like, I, I saw that, I'm like, that's not why people hated the season finale. Like, the ending was, like, perfect if they did another season to show why Daenerys needed to die. That shit happened. I was like, what happened? Like, it was so quick. And then Drogon melted the throne down. And I'm like, okay, um, the, the dragon knows that the throne is the problem? How? That, that was the thing that got me. Like, I'm like, okay, you could have did this where it's trying to burn, that Drogon's trying to burn Jon Snow down and come to find out he's a Targaryen, so the only victim in it is the throne. That would have been perfect. That would have been like, oh, okay, that really shows he's a Targaryen and a Stark. All right, good. But no, no, I'm going to burn the throne down for mother, <laughs> said the dragon. <laughs> Yeah. Under the throne, like away from the throne, so to speak. I was like, the only way to get in is like under the throne. Yeah, and that would that would have been perfect. Also, there's so many ways that they could have ended it. Like I saw someone do the thing, and that's why I brought it up. Like they had it where like Bran Stark ended up becoming the Night King, so the Night King really wins. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. That's better than the thing. That's what happened. Fuck y'all. <laughs> that's what I actually said. <laughs> but so it's like it seems like they took some stuff from the. Oh yeah, like it's it the, the the whole thing like Peter Dinklage was so out of touch with this. I'm so glad I got that rant out. <laughs> Moses, the Targaryen Moses, I said in the rant. <laughs> All I gotta say, or sing, trust me, <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> like I I saw that I was just like, oh man, not not you. It's not you. Like, even, like, a lot of the cast didn't like the ending. Peter's just like, eh. <laughs> I know the guy who played Snow was, like, pissed about it. Yeah, that was the thing, too. Like, there's a picture, and I have it. I It's on my Instagram all back, way back in 2019. Uh, where it's like, what do you think of the ending of Game of Thrones? And it's Amelia Clark, like, <laughs> She just had this disgusted face. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's that's that sums it up right there. Like, I that killed me that he would say some stupid shit like that. But no, and that's why I make fun of the Game of Thrones or Game of Thrones fans and Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's oh my goodness. <sighs> my future fans like this, I'm gonna shoot the show like this. Like that was the thing. Like I think what Liv Morgan actually did a thing for. Uh, like she was watching it. And, like, it was, like, Hideo Kojima watching, like, one movie and another. Like, she was watching Game of Thrones, 
no nothing. And she goes, I'm going back to Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Like, when I saw Hideo Kojima go, he goes, oh, I just saw Army of the Dead. It's very good. Like, he was actually being introspective about it. And then he goes, saw Captain Marvel. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Oh my goodness! Like, uh, that's basically what I got for that. Like, I, I. It was, it was so funny seeing that. I'm like, ah, oh, that's duality right there. <laughs> All right, so let's see. I, I can get out of here. Like, he was very, like, he was very good in the interview. Other than that, like, that whole thing was stupid. Stupid. Yeah, very stupid of Peter Dinklage to do that. And I like Peter Dinklage as an actor. He's very, very good. Like, he's done a lot for uh, little people in acting. Wasn't his best interview at all. <laughs> Wasn't at all. All right, so. Right. All right, so finally, finally, oh, good. Um, gaming news. Alright, so this this actually got me. Hold on one minute. Um, I'm going to read this to you. This is about Days Gone. I have it. I've played it. I loved it. Like, it, every game has its flaws. Days Gone is no exception. It has a lot of flaws. And they that, that's one thing that Sony got, got really ugly with. They could have been like, okay, next one. Don't do this. Don't do that. Do this. Do that. All that stuff. This is from the uh, from Sucker Punch Productions. Uh, they said, We're thrilled and amazed that Ghost of Tsushima has officially sold more than 8 million copies. Thank you so much to everyone who has played since launch. We are so incredibly appreciative and grateful for the support. And, you know, that's cool. I, I still got to play Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Ross, the uh, I think what he was the president of uh, Bend Studios. That's the one that did Days Gone. He said, at the time I left Sony, Days Gone had been out for a year and a half and a month and sold over 8 million copies. It's since gone on to sell more and then a million plus on Steam. Local studio management always made us feel like it was a big disappointment. Because they passed on the sequel. And all I got to ask is, where's the sequel? Like, they set up for a sequel. (laughs) Like... I want a sequel to Days Gone. That was a very cool game, and it did set up well, for a sequel so well. Well, I want the Harry Potter, Little Hogwarts Legacy, whatever that Harry Potter game is. I want it out now, but I gotta wait another year. Yeah, it's gonna be like three years for Days Gone. They're gonna pull a Rage too. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, it's been five years. Deacon is dead. Here's another character. Oh. What? <laughs> right, <laughs> like that—that's what gets me about it. Like Days Gone was very successful. The reviews were like iffy. It was buggy when it first came out, but they've since then fixed the bugs. Like it's completely playable. It's not like Cyberpunk where they're like, okay, we gotta fix this again and this and this, and we gotta fix this because we fixed that. It's not like that. They actually found the problems and fixed them. And the thing with Days Gone, like. It, it actually holds out so Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> you know what's funny? They didn't rush production. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that was the thing about Cyberpunk. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Cyberpunk rushed the fuck out of it. 
Yeah, that's the thing about Cyberpunk. It took them like 12 years and they still rushed. <laughs> They're like, okay, yeah, Witcher 3 is done. Get back on Cyberpunk. <laughs> but. No pay. Yeah. Overnight. Right. Um, uh, Days Gone. It was such a good story, too. Like, once you finally got into it. Like, I would love to see a sequel. And I would love to see Ben Studios with Naughty Dog, like, working on, like, a crossover with The Last of Us. Just show, like, that Reaper virus is actually Cordyceps, but it's, like, an advanced version of it. And it's even advanced even more with the people that were kind of immune. Quantic Dream just jumps in. Okay, yeah, Connor's going to be a special character in it. <laughs> Somehow the <laughs> it's a hunting ground. <laughs> Just call it Game Master. It's a totally different character. It's a totally different character. <laughs> Why am I in the Days Gone universe? <laughs> oh, God. Bob saved us from Kratos' wrath. What? <laughs> oh man, yeah. There's so much that there's so much that could have been done with Days Gone too. Like they could have had it where it was like, like I had thought of it, and this is thank, thanks to Spider Monkey on Instagram. He did it, the art. I put it on Facebook. Um, basically, it's Deacon and Ellie. They're fighting against the Freakers and a and the cultist group from Last of Us Two. And I'm like, oh, I would love that. That would be great. Have it where it's like Deacon and Boozer and Deacon's wife teaming up with Ellie and her girlfriend and Abby and all the other characters, and they're just fighting against everything. Like, <laughs> like that was one thing that I still got to play Last of Us, but I've seen the thing for it. I'm like, ah, this is fine. Stop it. Like, that's how I looked at it. <laughs> She's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm losing air. Well, that's how kids are today. They don't know that there's a trailer and shit. It's fluid. No, that's what comes out of people. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> We're so canceled. <laughs> well, it was good while it lasted. We're back. Well. <laughs> All right. Um. What else did I? Okay. So that was like the news and all that. But um. All right. Thoughts on Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy? I recommend this game. <laughs> you got the PS5. It'll look great on the PS5. Oh, it's it's very good. And I said this in the review. It's better than the movies. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's and it's actually much more respectful if you think about it. Like, there's a part in there, like, with, uh, let's see, it's between Drax and uh, Peter Quill. And they're talking at, you know, they're out of nowhere, they're talking by the rift, the edge of the galaxy, the edge of the universe. And they're basically reminiscing about their families and the war that they were in. And it was very cool, and it actually set up a, uh, set up a sequel. Like, the whole thing sets up several sequels. Um, like, the whole thing, like, you think, oh, Drax the Destroyer killed Thanos. No, he didn't. 
He he tells him propaganda. <laughs> it was propaganda because he didn't want they didn't want people to be scared that Thanos was still out there. I'm like, what? So like it's it's very very cool. There's so many so many characters that actually make cameos. The actual lineup, even though they're like not in the group, like the main lineup, of course, is Drax, Gamora, Rocket, Groot, and Peter Quill, Star Lord, and um, who else? Adam Warlock is in it, and so is Mantis. And they actually did Mantis better than James Gunn did. Oh, which – oh, I don't know. I, I think didn't know that. was the one with the movie. James, no, James uh, – that, that was the thing. James Gunn, he used to joke about pedophilia. Yeah, the director, yeah. He used to joke about it, and people they, – they, they still have that shit dangling over him and all that. Yeah, he, he used to joke about it, and they were like, oh, no wonder you used Baby Groot. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, stop it. <laughs> like, they were going after him hardcore for that. And yeah, that was that was a while back, but uh, yeah, he the thing with James Gunn and the movies like it's James. It's same thing with like Suicide Squad. It's the same kind of comedy, but it's also it's Marvel. So you know, Disney's like, okay, tone it the fuck down, and that's what he did for it. Like he toned it down where like in in the game, Peter Quill isn't a complete idiot. In the movie, Peter Quill is a complete idiot. Yeah, in the, in the game, he's actually a pretty good leader, especially if you choose how he talks to them and all that. And when it comes to the movies and all that, like, he's very goofy in the movie. In this, he's not as goofy as you would think. He's actually pretty slick and all that. Um, pretty much a badass. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's definitely a badass. And the thing about it is, like, they even kept it, like, Think what Rocket only swore only so much in the movies. Every other word from Rocket, and it's in different alien languages. He's swearing. <laughs> like, I love how Groot's not like this classically muscle man, like ripped and ready as hard as you know about Disney kind of guy. Oh, but that's the thing. Like, he's super nice in the game too. But it's like, it's like, it's on his terms. Like, like there's a whole part where like Rocket leaves the group. And he goes, and Groot just goes, I am, I am Groot. And he goes, yeah, you did leave with me. You chose to leave too. He goes, I am Groot. <laughs> like, you know what he's saying after seeing so many times. He says it. He's like, I didn't, I didn't choose to leave. He told me to leave. <laughs> um, the boss fights were great. Um, one of my favorite villains or like forces of nature from Marvel is in it. And they made it like where it's like. It's uh, they're on the planet of Maklu Four where Fin Fang Foom is, and the Wendigo is on this planet, and it's multiple Wendigos. So you're fighting multiple Wendigos, and they actually kept to the original design from the comic books, but made it alien. And there's some cool, a there's some cool ass cameos. I had totally forgot about Ruby, uh, Ruby Thursday, whatever her name is. Like the like 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 a super hot person, the super hot chick and all that, but her head is basically an orb with like hands that come out of the orb. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah, or it's like either it's either, she's either called Ruby Thursday or Ruby Friday, something like that. But like she's in there for a minute. Probably Ruby Thursday. Yeah, I think it's Ruby Thursday. 
Um, Lady Hellbender. They actually made Lady Hellbender one of the coolest antagonists ever. Um, yeah, she was badass. And um, there's so many things in it. No need for uh, sacrificing anyone for the Soul Stone. Adam Warlock had it. <laughs> That's the thing that got me. I'm like, wow, okay. So if they do do some kind of Infinity War game, all Thanos got to do is fight fight Adam Warlock for it. Okay. <laughs> like, that that was the cool thing about it. Like, it was very cool how they were able to actually, like, incorporate a lot of the st- a lot of the story from the comic books into this one game and they even did the Chitari right cuz i remember when i was a kid Chitari in like the ultimate ultimate avengers movies they were these hunched over a- you know lizard people aliens with like hand cannons and they actually made it where they're hunched over lizard people with hand cannons but they also kept like a little bit of the design from the uh, from the movie with the I think with the fractal armor or whatever. They still kept a little bit of that in there. But uh, overall, like that was great. There's so much that I can say about this. The soundtrack was great. Yeah, I heard the soundtrack was a professional masterpiece. Oh God, um, yes, it was like they had so many not things. No, no, no. Doom soundtrack is still like top notch, especially Eternals. Speaking of which, before I get to Doom Eternal, before we get to it, it's I gave it a ten out of ten for last for like it's like probably my game of the year for twenty twenty one. I'm glad I backed that horse, especially during the award thing that they did. <laughs> and also, the cool thing about it, like I thought I was gonna hate this character, the character uh, Nikki Gold. I think her name is in the thing. She was cool as hell, too. Like, that was a cool-ass character. And she ends up becoming an actual member of the Guardians of the Galaxy at the end of it. And it was such a cool thing. I'm like, oh, damn, Peter has a Peter Quill has a kid. Oh, no, it's not his kid. But he has to be the father that <laughs> that she didn't have. I'm like, okay, he's, he's stuck in the Yondu thing. All right. <laughs> and, like, I definitely – I did this on Twitter, I tagged Roger Clark in it, I said, we need Roger Clark as Yondu for the second game, and we need Aaron Staten from, uh, from L.A. Noir as Nova, because they even made him, made Nova look like Aaron Staten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you see it, he's got the lips, he's got the nose, but then that's it, because the helmet's on his head. I've been playing that, too. <laughs> oh, God, he was perfect in that game. And you know, I got stuff on that, but let's get before we get to that. Let's get to Doom Eternal. Whew. I want, I want, I want to love this game so bad. Well, you can get two characters, right? Yes. Did you get all the stuff to collect the goodies and all that? Yes. I, I love that, but the thing is, I, I got I also have ancient gods and all that. The thing about it is, like, and I brought up Rage Two. It suffers from Rage Two ism. Well, here's the thing: when Doom started, it used to be like how it is. No. And then Doom Eternal with all the monsters and everything. That's oh, how it was. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That, that's that. That's not my thing about it. Like, here's what I'm talking about. Like, you know how Doom 2016 ended, where like. Samuel Hayden sends your ass somewhere, right? Yeah. 
We never see where we got sent to. We just end up, oh, we're back on Earth. We have this station from the Sentinels. Who the fuck are the Sentinels? I was like, <laughs> I'm like, what, what's going on here? Like, I was like, okay, I'm confused. But, ooh, demons, That's time right. to kill them. <laughs> you, you gotta read every, like, yeah. story, like, you can find the details and all that shit. Like, you read the complete story. That's why I really don't like the comics. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, that's what I mean by like uh, with like the Rage Two is I'm like, cause Rage Two like first Rage, I'm like, okay, yeah, we freed everyone, it ends, fuck you. That's how I was about the end, the non-ending that it was, and then Rage Two starts. I'm like, okay, what happened? All right, so that was this, that was that. Okay, like I understood that part of it. I'm like, y'all can do some DLC where we got to play in that. I hope so. Like, I they should do that. Like, that's what they did with Wolfenstein, because Wolfenstein, um, what was it? I got, I got it right here too. Um, Wolfenstein, um, uh, the new, the new order, it started like right in the middle of World War Two. The Nazis yeah. are beating everyone, and they they came out with old blood to try to fill in that gap. I'm like, okay, that helped out a lot, and that's what they should have did for Rage Two. As well as Doom Eternal. Because, like, Doom Eternal, for me, I love everything else about this game. The thing that I fucking despised. I think I sent you the picture, too. The fucking obstacle courses. Not all of these buildings work. Not all of them, boo. All, not all of them. <laughs> I was, I was annoyed. So bad. <laughs> if you really look in these these archives of Doom and you look at their maps, it's pretty much the same thing, but like bigger. Yeah, but I, do you re- do you remember from twenty sixteen climbing on this shit? Like, not I, I mean, like wall climbing and all that, not just like yeah. jumping on a ledge. Like, I don't remember that from twenty sixteen. Like, I remember just getting to certain places and then killing everything. Like, that was the whole thing about Doom 2016. I'm like, damn, how did y'all just, like, miss a step with this? Like, that was killing me, especially in the Ancient Gods part. I'm like, okay, there's gas coming up, and I got to do this and do that. That's stressful. <laughs> I, That's how it's supposed to be. You're fighting <laughs> demons from hell, bro. Yeah, but no, there was no demons in this section. I'm like, okay, that don't, that, like, I should be able to get through this through a breeze. There's no demons trying to throw shit at me. <laughs> it was just like a lull. You got to jump here, jump there. I'm like, oh, God. They they were, yeah they trolled the shit out of me. But you know it was a cool end to Doom Eternal. But I'm like, you couldn't do a three. You had to do it in DLC. You all tired of this? <laughs> like that that was the thing. Like they could have did a third game in this whole thing, and then it would have been cool. But it said like, okay, we're doing Ancient Gods one and two. It was a cool little twist with Samuel Hayden. He's actually the Seraphim. That was cool. Yeah, but he, that was the thing with uh, him fighting the him fighting Lucifer. Lucifer was the main one that was Doomslayer, but Doomslayer was his like ornament is a or the instrument to do things, and he just turned rogue. <laughs> like that was 
it was cool. Like I, I, I give it an eight out of ten. Like I gave Doom twenty sixteen a ten out of ten. But like, and this is a very, very uh, late review because I haven't played it. I hadn't played it until like before we came to break and all that. But uh, my favorite Doom one is Doom three, which was Doom twenty I actually have Doom 3. You know it's backwards compatible on the Xbox 3 on the Xbox One, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I have it for I like I originally got it for the original Xbox. Yeah. I was in the basement playing it like the whole game and I look at the clock and it's three AM. Oh god, that's that's not as bad as when I played Kingdom Hearts two. It was like got it like at nine eight nine PM almost like halfway through the damn game. It's ten AM. I'm like, I didn't get no sleep at all. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. I started at 1 p.m. Jesus Christ. Well, you know, that's not too bad. That's not as bad. That's almost like same time. That's almost, that's like a little more than 12 hours. But, yeah, Doom Eternal. I I was dead. I was like, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> you have a good sleep? I haven't gone yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I think about what were, what were we going to talk about next. I, you had said it, and I'm like, let's get to that in a minute, but uh, I forgot already. I'm tired. <laughs> I don't even know what we're going to talk about. Oh, boy. All right, so this will be the, everyone's – this will be everyone listening. This will be your homework. Find out what we were ta- going to talk about next episode. <laughs> uh, this – I think we're going to be done now. I, th- I think we did pretty good for a first episode, man. Of season three, we are back, and uh, I think what we only have some. Hopefully, the next couple. Hopefully, the next couple episodes we find that guest and go from there. Yeah, uh, we'll keep everything going though. This will be available. Well, damn, I forgot to do plugs in the middle of everything. We're so good. Um, this will be available. <laughs> this will be available on uh, Anchor, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube on Wednesday. Yes, it'll be available all those times. Um, Apple Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Um, follow us on I think what's it? YouTube.com. Search S tier podcast. You'll see our mugs on there. And this is also going to be available on Instagram once I press the back button. <laughs> But uh, but yes, if you liked what you listened to, follow the S tier podcast on Facebook.com slash S tier podcast, Twitter at S tier podcast one, Instagram at S underscore tier podcast and YouTube search S tier podcast. This has been the S tier podcast. Yes, that's the word of the day as well. Yay! And we will see you all next Sunday <laughs> and bye bye. This has been the S-Tier Podcast. Follow us at Facebook.com slash S-Tier Podcast, Twitter.com slash S-Tier Podcast 1, and Instagram.com S-Tier Podcast. Stay S-Tier.